pen pal. Rodney Crane was a successful businessman. His secretary, Janet, and his wife, Miriam, faced him as did his friend and business associate, Steve Trent. Don't you think you've been working too hard, dear? Not at all, honey. I love it, especially the letters I receive. Letters? You mean correspondence letters? Yes, and no, Steve. Let me read you the one I received yesterday. Dear, listen to this. Dear Mr. Crane, I watch your career of interest. I'm far away from you, but I will meet you soon. And when I do, you will die. Signed, Mr. Maud. Mordo is French for death. We'll call the police eventually. Don't worry, dear. Honey, harmless crank. Ah, probably nothing to it. But the next morning, as Rodney arrives Crane's office, here's Mr. Crane. For you, Mr. Crane. There's no return dress on it. Thank you, Janet. Close the door behind you. Greetings, Rodney Crane. I have reached the first of... On my journey, journey, have you all your effects in order? For you shall be... For your life shall be lost. This is crazy. I never sent my... If I ever get my hands on a joke and sent this trash, Marie's neck, or well, maybe now this is stopped. But during the next two weeks, letter after letter reached its desk, and always as a postmark, destinations near to his city. Rodney now was worried. Something had to be done, but what? You're so quiet tonight, dear. Is it wrong? No, honey. Nothing is serious. I'll call the police if I get another letter. Two days later, Rodney Crane got the letter. Well, here it is. I might have respected it. Somehow I felt it's coming. But if I tell the police, they think I'm crazy. News might leak out. It could ruin, bi- ruin business. Could make me per- per- perplexity. How I can't say here, day after day, and read these terrible threats. If only I knew how to stop them. If only I could find out who was sending them to me. Maybe if I talked out. Maybe if I talked it out of my system to someone. Maybe. That's funny. I thought Janet left already. She's typing a letter. What are you doing here? You're normally sitting at a time. Quit it over an hour ago. Oh, Miss Crane, you startled me. I thought you'd say, say and finish the letters. You're living, living here, hiding something with me? You're lying. You're hiding something from me. You never worked late here before. What's in that you got behind your back? Hold it to me, Janet. Oh, get me, let me go. You're choking. Let us so you are the one who wrote this trash to me. You're trying to make me sick to take control of my business. See now, no mistaken. I hid a letter from you because I didn't want you to get upset. I know how worried you are. Please, for hurting me. That's not all I've got to do, Janet. Goodbye, my dear. Goodbye. Ronnie Crane dragged Janet's body to the waterfront, and no one will find her now. Janet, and now you two, you two can rest in peace. Ha <laughs> ha. No more letters, no more fear of being killed, and what a glorious feeling. She deserved to die. No one will ever know I killed her. And she did. But no one did, but one night later we ran to Nisha McCrane's house. Instantly, darling, those crank letters stopped coming. 
I told you to never harm us. That's good, weren't you? I've been worried about you, driving yourself too hard lately. Shh, are you playing cards with girls, your girlfriends tonight? Yes, dear, but don't wait up for me. I'll be back before you know it. But Roddy had a queer premonition. A moment later, he mustn't let her see me following her. She's turning off on that dirt road. Oh, darling, it's not safe anymore, is it? Oh, hush, Tyrus. Here's soon. Uh, it'll be soon. It was soon. It knows soon enough. The cheeks, the dirty cheeks. Now I think it's clear. Poor Janet is telling me the truth. You two wanted me out of the way so you could get married. You wrote those fiendish letters. I'll fix you. No, you're crazy. You're crazy. The next morning, Rodney Crane's muscles ached for all the digging he did to bury two very dead people. But otherwise, he felt great. And don't get to down and now to get down to work, my dearest Rodney. I have respected yours. Forget the ready Rodney Crane now realizes he's dealing with a madman. So early night in his darkened home, I'll kill the wrong ones. He shall, he's still alive, I'll kill him the moment he steps inside. He's here, I can sense it. He's near that door. Blast, you beast. Blast, you die, die. Do you really think you could kill me, Rodney? There's no such luck. I'm here, here to do what I must do. Oh, no, sob's mercy. A most unusual case, Doctor. You see, he keeps screaming about his about his Mr. Malt. Yes. Here, it looks like... Here, have a look for yourself. Don't kill me. Spare me, Mr. Malt. Mercy, mercy. Good Lord. Here comes his friends, his wife, Miriam Sickley, Jenny's partner, Steve Trent. Is he here? Is there any hope, Doctor? Please let us know. My husband is hopelessly insane, Mr. Crane. I do so, I'm so sorry the three of you were very much alive. You'll always be dead in his mind. You see, he is Mr. Maud. 